Traveling down this dusty road together It's sunny days or dark and rainy weather You're here by my side and we'll make it through Every day there's something new Life is good on the hill well, good morning, everyone. This is Patrick with uh, another edition of Ends Exchange, Saturday morning, February the 24th at Missy's Place. And uh, a couple of program notes just to begin with before we get going. <clears throat> One of our original members, uh, Joe Wittenberg, moved down to Temecula, and we're very happy for, <laughs> happy for him. <laughs> Uh, Joe, you and your family, I know your businesses and so forth are down there, um, so they're not in, not in our area anymore, and we wish Joe and his family the best of luck, but we do have a replacement for Joe. It didn't take long, Joe. <laughs> we did have this individual on a prior podcast, probably a year and a half ago, and we did some jamming sessions after, afterwards. I know that was pretty cool. Um, anyways, you probably all know the name for anybody who gets on Facebook here in town and does any business here in town, so um, Sean Humquist. Thank How you. How are you, Sean? Good, thank you. Thank you for, uh, for accepting and Absolutely. coming in and being a part of a group. So uh, let me just do a round the table real fast. I know Matt, Engineer Matt's not here. He's out hiking today, Excellent. but we do have Andrew. Hello. How you doing? Very well. <clears throat> he bought the... Eggs, Rancho, what did you buy? Wilbur's Ranchos. He bought eggs and beans and sausage or and browns <laughs> today. It was really good. So I'm kind of eating those on the way. Um, and coffee. And coffee. And coffee. Sean then is right there. He brought his own coffee. I did. I, I, Next time, support Missy. I did. Okay. Just didn't this time. <laughs> well, he did it this time. She couldn't pour whatever in there. And There's no whiskey in there. <laughs> Why are there fumes rising off of it then? And then, our guest for today, Diane Seeker, how are you? Oh, good morning, I'm doing good. Yay. Would you want to tell a story about yesterday, or not? <laughs> yesterday? Well, um, my alarm. Uh, it, it went off, but I didn't it's, hear it. This is a special Saturday edition, because yes. our special Friday edition... Was really late. <laughs> it was really late. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so th if you're listening to this first for the first time, what we're doing is we're kind of recapping some of the major articles that impacted uh, our community in the last month. And we have uh, five articles today that um, appeared in the, uh, the Anza Valley Outlook. And uh, we'll go ahead and get started with that, and we'll kind of go over the articles, and uh, Diane will give us some feedback on some additional information about the articles, any follow-up information. I'm sure um, Andrew and Sean will, will chime in with any uh, opinions or feedback that they may have on those particular articles. Yes. And let's just get rolling, right? All right. You ready, Sean? I've got to say, that was the biggest bite I've ever seen anybody take, man. It was crucial. <laughs> and my camera's in its case. Dang. Unless it you through get the whole camera, interview. Get your camera. And we're going to try to keep this under 45 minutes. Do you have a time check? I can do a time check. Oh. That's his new uh, function. He's now the timekeeper. Yes. Like if you wear a watch in basic training, remember? And, and they catch you, then they make you run to the front of the formation and report the time like, I don't know, 40, 50 times a day. The, oh, you, 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 you said time check, not Facebook. Got it. <laughs> Okay, the first article that we talk about, we want to talk about, is the 
article posted on February 11th, Anza Valley Municipal Advisory Council holds its first ever cannabis workshop. That's a long yeah. title for an article. That was a long title, and I don't do the headlines, which is probably best. Um, that is an amazing uh, committee that's being put together uh, by the AFMAC, and um, at this meeting, they chose the, the members, and uh, they've had a meeting since then, and what they're covering is absolutely incredible. And the, the studies that they're doing, this article talks about the studies that are being planned. Uh, those came in at the meeting on Thursday, and it is uh, uh, astounding. These are uh, water studies? What are these? Water, <coughs> water, electricity, electricity theft, uh, crime, um, canopy size, which is what they're defining that is either greenhouse square footage, outdoor square footage, uh, indoor square footage, they call it canopy. Um, they're trying to define these things, and it's really difficult because you have so many growers doing so many different things. You, you, it's really hard to quantify. And Andrew, I quoted you in the article as this being very hard to quantify because everybody does everything so differently. So what they're trying to do is to come up with regulations for this particular area up over and above Ordinance 925, which states 12 plants per medical cart, two carts per property, uh, permitted parcel, has to have permitted structure on it, um, or six per persons under over 21 and six per property. So it's either 24 or six. Anything above that is illegal. Uh, and so I guess getting information about illegal activity is yes. pretty, pretty difficult to, to come and get anyways. It is. And there's a, some disturbance. There is some questioning whether or not there is cartel activity up here. Um, really? There is questions about that. Um, so the committee is uh, trying to, you know, find the the results of all these questions, it's, it's moving forward really, really well. So the, um, so the purpose of the committee is to, inf to, to, to inf gather information and report back to the, Af to the AVMAC, which, which will then report reports to the, to the County Board of Supervisors. Yes. Which then board. they make the policy decisions for all, since we're unincorporated. Yes. They decide how, what is going to happen in our particular area. If anything. If anything. Because what you have to, <clears throat> there's a lot of negatives with the cultivation in the community. And uh, the county may decide that they override any kind of regulation that, that, that the co committee can come up with. So there's always that possibility. I keep telling people, if you have an opinion about what's going on, whether it's pro or con, you need to contact the county supervisors, the AFMAC, or the committee. And so the Facebook isn't public. a good medium to No, no, no. Okay. They, they can watch it, but they're, not, oh my gosh, people get very inflamed on, on social media, and, and it's really cool, but you really kind of need to discuss it with the source. It's almost like talking into an empty room because yes. it doesn't do anything. Yeah. No, but. it just gets people all excited. Well, at right. the end, I and mean, at the end of this particular, con at the end of your article, you had some addresses yes. and telephone numbers, and I'll give those out. Um, in reference back to that article. Yes. But you had a pretty good turnout, 35 people for, for this community, 35 people yeah. specific for the yeah. first meeting, right? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> what was the tone like? Was it was it pro, con? It was it was pro. It was uh, doubtful. There was doubtful, like uh, Tim said, that he goes, that cannabis is, is, is going to be up and gone. 
it, it's going to be a temporary cash crop. Because what they're seeing right now is the prices have dropped. And the price, because it's all supply and demand. People, the dispensaries don't, from what I understand, the dispensaries don't want indoor grown, I mean outdoor grown cannabis. Because it contaminates, too much it, it can have dust in it and stuff. It's not that, you get better quality indoors. So where are they selling it? Anybody that's actually selling any cannabis out here is moving it out of state. Right. Exactly. Because um, I got word, North Carolina, they're gonna they're paying four thousand dollars a pound for outdoor grown. Four thousand dollars a pound. Mm -hmm. And out here you can buy a pound for two hundred fifty bucks. Or just walk down to three seventy one. Yeah. <laughs> or, yes, or go to the dump and gather up all the leaves on the ground. <laughs> go to the dump to the green waste. They wow. don't put it in the green waste. I saw yesterday there were bags and bags in the household waste. It's like you know that's a, it's it's an approved. Well, you did feed. say they needed a permanent foundation. No, I'm so, <laughs> Let's just say the dumpsters right. smell a lot different at the dump lately. They're quite spunky these days. <laughs> yes, but, you know, the, I, I saw just yesterday mature leaves and stems. So somebody that had indoor or greenhouse is, you know, was dumping it, you know, had harvested and dumped their, their refuse. But it is green waste. It, yeah. I hear that they're not willing to use the green waste because they don't want to be judged. Okay, but that's where it needs to go. In a green waste, not in the household waste. Right. So, but it makes great animal feed too. It's an oh, improved yeah, animal yeah, for feed. Sure. So. Do you see a lot more people at the dump now? <laughs> you know, I'm not the one who usually goes, but he, he sees a lot of people. Yes, and notices everything. They're all sitting around the green waste. <laughs> it's yeah, not just... here, man. <laughs> Let's check this one. <laughs> that's right. That's right. It did that black bag over there. Dumpster diving. Yes. All right. Exactly. Ask this lady. So, Andrew, you read that first, Winnie. What was your impression? Well, I think that people may have the wrong impression. I think <coughs> there's people out there that believe that uh, a strong quote, no will cause this to dry up and blow away. That, un unfortunately, any enforcement, as I see it, is going to come funded by the cannabis itself here on and the only question is what scale are we willing to accept you know uh, obviously the, the idea of commercial grows is a non-starter we don't have the water but it's going on now and uh, to, it's kind of ironic because to vote anything down means there will be virtually no enforcement and the situation will continue as is which most people find intolerable at this point in time is what I'm getting. So I'm looking for a solution. That's why I volunteered my time. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm an alternate. I'm not actually on the working group itself, but I attend the meetings. So it seems the fact that we're unincorporated, mm -hmm. that do tax dollars aren't directly funded towards us, or there's not specific. Not I know there's discredit. There not a lot comes back, yeah. and the fact that we have this water lawsuit makes things makes it a challenge yeah. oh, for this yeah. community. Oh, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> that and the fact that one of my main main things is those glowing greenhouses. I understand what they're doing. They're lengthening the day to cause the plants to grow or bud or shorten days to make it bud. Um, I understand the the process. 
but I don't like the results because if they don't put those blackout covers on the top, they're in violation of the Palomar Observatory low light zone. We're in zone A. We're supposed to be low light. Um, and it's just, it's, that's very invasive to people. So, you know, that's just one of those things. And the crime that's associated with this, I'm learning a lot. And my next report, I don't want to spoil it, but that meeting on Thursday, you really missed it, Andrew. It was freaking amazing. Um, and I hate that word. <laughs> but amazing it was. Yes, Andrew. It, no. <laughs> no. Amazing Andrew. <laughs> amazing Andrew. Um, but anyway, uh, the, the information that was gathered as a result of this meeting here that, that I did write about was um, astounding. I mean, my jaw was on the floor. I, I just couldn't believe some of the numbers coming up, especially from the co-op. Um, as a matter of fact, um, that is a whole separate article that I'm going to be doing. That meeting gives me two articles. It's, yeah. it's stunning. So, you know. Verifiable numbers? Was it we talk about crime, water, what? Theft. <coughs> uh, Theft? And, and, and the effect on the electric grid is, is just, we need to be really worried. We need to be really worried. So, um, but I'll, I'll, you know, so focus look for an, on that. So, so look for another article, yes. follow-up article. Any Absolutely. idea when you might, we might well, see that? My deadline for that, and I'm collecting additional information, but my deadline for that will be next Friday. So it'll come out the Thursday after that. So two weeks, Okay, roughly. two weeks. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so, and try to get online as quickly as possible. Oh, Typically, the articles will come online on a Saturday following the publication of the paper. Okay. So, you know, then I try to spread it everywhere because people need to know what's going on. And people are complaining about the committee. It's like, who are these people to make decisions for us? Well, everybody in town had the opportunity to apply for this committee. And these are the people that applied. And it's a really good showing of people. You know, we've got growers. We've got people that. So you are, have growers on the committee. Oh, absolutely. Committee. Absolutely, and their voice needs to be heard. Yeah. And then we have people that are family people that don't know anything about cannabis. And then we have people that are uh, uh, in the community that are uh, affected by this, or in a position like Kevin Shore. He's in a position to know what's going on. Um, Phil Candidate, he's on the committee. He's with the Water District. So um, amazing uh, group of people. Very intelligent. So ultimately, the way it works is the committee is gathering information. Mm -hmm. It's going to pass along information and, and opinion to yeah, MVAC? They're going to make a report. A, they're going to make like a, a document to, uh, to give to the AFMAC, AFMAC, which in turn will, I, they may modify, they may add, subtract, I'm not sure, but that, that'll end up with the, uh, Chuck Washington's office. And then from that, it, it, something's going to be on a ballot, something we have to vote for, or something you just enact, something just a decision is made to apply resources or yeah. funds to our area? Possibly. What they're trying to do is have our area declared in a cannabis emergency because of what's going on. Because since we're unincorporated, we can't make our own rules. We have to go by what the county tells us. So it'll be a suggestion to amend Ordinance 925 is probably what could happen, but it will be brought to a vote throughout the county, and people that don't live here will be voting on it, from what I understand. So, <clears throat> we don't know. You know. When's the next meeting? The next meeting, oh gee, that would be in, in approximately two weeks okay. from Thursday. Well, let me go ahead I, I'll, I'll put it on. So, let's see here. Uh, so, what, uh, contact information. Mm -hmm. So if you're interested, you want to give your opinion to uh, Chuck Washington, which is our mm -hmm. district supervisor, supervisor mm -hmm. right, is it's very easy to remember, uh, supervisorchuckwashington.com. Yes. 
you want to get a hold of good hold of him, supervisorchuckwashington.com. For inf uh, more information about EvMac, you can you can uh, visit their page, which is Facebook slash Anza Valley Mac M A C, right? Yeah, just search for EvMac. EvMac. So it's not Aflac. No, Aflac. Aflac. <laughs> and we should point out too that all these meetings are public; that you can you can attend, and yes. there and is questions. a public comment period at the end, albeit. Uh, mm -hmm. Two minutes mm -hmm. per person. Per person. And that worked very well on Thursday. Or you can go out and read the original article, which was posted on the uh, 11th of February, Enza Valley Outlook. Um, you can probably search Enza Valley Municipal Advisory Council. Search um, uh, Anza Valley Outlook uh, uh, cannabis. Cannabis. Yeah, that's that's the keyword right read, there. Read the whole article. Mm -hmm. um, I'm interested in hearing what's what's gonna what's gonna happen. Everybody should be yeah. because everybody. Not, I would say a lot of people are affected by this one way or another, and whether pro or con, um, people need to have their voices heard. I think for me, it's safety, mm -hmm. safety for me and my family, yeah. and the people around me. And then I think next for me is water. Uh, yeah. Those are the two biggest things that I think that are important to me. Absolutely. And me, uh, it's the light thing and it's the crime. Yeah. It's, it's safety uh, crime. It's. Uh, a tweaker on grower crime, as well as people coming in and destroying rentals. Is that the to new grow. hate crime of these yes, days? Yes, it yeah. is. Yeah. Absolutely, trying to steal somebody's pot that got somebody in some big trouble. Oh, that was and that now, the HO the, the <clears throat> motorbikes. The guy, the guys on what the quads, um, attempting to right. allegedly attempting to steal uh, some product, and they the got ran grower over. got ran, ran him over. And neither party was right in that case. Both parties are to blame, but still, that's tough. We don't want that to happen. Any last comments on this article before we move on? It's a good article. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So let's move on to the next one. And yeah, the other one, that is the um, Anza Valley Outlook on the post on February 3rd. What does the Riverside General Plan mean to Anza? People get concerned, and this comes in, you know, with the development down in Sage. That's that's how this article originated. Yes. With, there was a developer wanting to spend a lot of money and do a lot of stuff yeah. down in, and Sage is part of our unincorporated uh, area. Unincorporated yes. area. And and what it is is that certain areas are designated for certain uses, and ANSA though is special because in 2005 the AVMAC, which is this is their purpose, they're the voice between us and the county, because the county doesn't generally listen to the individual. You know, right. So they they got together a plan for ANZA, and it was adopted in 2006 by the by the county supervisors. It it states that the RR re residential rural residential right. and those designations and the agricultural designations and the mountain designations right. um, need to remain here. In other words, they're not going to designate. And a huge area as a huge development, uh, tract housing or anything like that. So. Part of that 2005 um, plan, mm -hmm. and it says what the document, the Anza shall continue to develop as a rural community that fosters a safe lifestyle and promotes the feel and sociability of a small ranch town. Yep. So that was the um, 
that was part of the oh and they're in, actually in the remap plan it said in recognition of the history of Anza area and the lifestyles of the residents of Anza Valley promote an overall rural agricultural and ranching t- small town character for the community and promote high quality rural rural oriented life quality of life for its residents yep that's actually in the the plan the yep. 2005 plan is there any is there any uh, thoughts of revisiting or updating that plan? Because it's, it's, what, 15 years, 12, 13, 14 years Not old? Not that I'm aware of. Um, that never came up in anything. But this is also important to the cannabis question because it's what what agriculture will be allowed. If somebody wants to grow 10,000 plants, that would be a commercial endeavor. So that all has to be taken into effect. Remember our transfer station, the dump, is for residential trash only, not commercial trash. So it's all geared upon residential and that'll be affected. The, the thing in SAGE is people are, are having an issue. The, the, what they're doing, I think they modify or they're asking to modify the general plan in order to allow that development. I believe, I'm not positive, but it's like, but it's That's been it's been crazy. the general plan since 2005. I bet it's pretty difficult just to modify. I don't know. Yeah, I guess lo- what, it's out of that sphere <coughs> of influence. Anza what, is Anza, and that's safe. What but, Bill Donahue was saying is, you know, just because somebody has yes uh, dollars doesn't mean we have to doesn't mean the plan gets changed. That's right. right. That's right. But as you know, money talks, especially with government. So it's hard to say what will happen with that, and we're all following that very closely. Um, <clears throat> but right now, they've been taking petitions to, for the residents to, uh, to have their voices heard as far as the development goes, which is, which is a good thing. It's what community activism is all about. You know, If the residents nearby don't want it, <clears throat> then they need to be heard. So. You can discover more at the Riverside County Planning Department website. First of all, you can go read the articles because the website is a pretty large um, address. But yeah. if you go to the River Riverside County Planning, there is a zoning information general plan page. Yes, that you and can visit. I had to study this whole thing to be able to write that article. Well, I, I, I pulled it. up the uh, I pulled up all the zoning the zoning yes. document this morning to make sure I was in rural residential and what yes. all the rural residential mm-hmm. what, what you can do as being rural residential yeah. and how many pigs or not pigs you could have and yeah. goats and chickens and yeah. horses yes. and yeah all that it says it spells it all it out very, per acreage per per acreage mm-hmm. per square and, footage. Uh, there's a lot to learn there. Yeah, there is very much. Um, it's very complicated and it's it's amazing government can be so complicated but you know it it all amounts to the fact that that the county government wants to keep this area rural and they want to keep it small so maybe that's why we get bucked when we want to try to bring a new business into town might be one of the reasons that they just want to be um, you know well, um, it's nice to provide the information, but you know, as an area, we're not, uh, we don't have economic influence, so we have very little. Mm-hmm. I would say economic influence is the, would be the major item, but we, we don't have a lot. I don't think we have a lot of influence. No, oh, we're no. just a dot. No, <laughs> we don't have a lot of voting power. Yeah, and voting that's power. That's it. Economic that's what it all and vote. Yeah, well. there you go. Um, and, and as a matter of fact, like. Um, uh, People running for office very rarely come here to stump. Very rarely, because they don't. They're like, okay, we might get 20 votes. <laughs> you know, it's not worth it to them. It's sad. 
because we are, uh, as, as a community, and Santa Wong are very active, uh, and they, they're very concerned about their space. You know, coming from the city up to a rural community, I am, I've seen more act, grassroots activism oh, yeah. up here than I ever saw in my little subdivision or the HOA mm-hmm. and all, you know, down yeah. where I was at. A hundred times, a hundredfold. Yes, absolutely. It's, it's phenomenal the amount of people that want to be active. Mm-hmm. You move up here because you want to get away from everything, but yet there's very concerned citizens. Oh, yeah. and, and they want their voices heard, and they want to be able to do that. And what I'm trying to do is to educate people, because people will be spouting off, oh, the general plan, oh, the remap. And yeah. so, well, what is it? You know. So now people can look and see. And if anybody ever wants to see any of my articles, they can Google Diane Seeker, Ant Valley Outlook, and... Um, Muckrack keeps a list of all my articles, okay. and so you can just click on those. Unless once that one, I think um, we did as newsroom. Newsroom. So that won't come up. But so that was uh, published on the third of February. What does the general mm-hmm. Riverside general plan mean to Anza? Mm-hmm. Um, good article. Thank you. Yeah, it, very good article. <laughs> studying, studying. Anything? Oh my God. Golf clap. I need, I need to go back to school. Nicely done. <laughs> you learn a lot. Oh my gosh, I've learned a lot since I started writing for the paper a little over a year ago. It's like, wow, and I had no idea what was going on around town. I mean, you know, you hear about this and you hear about that, but oh my gosh, now I'm covering it, and it's like, wow, there's something every week i got to check out. It's cool. All right, let's test our newbie here. Sean, what's the time check? Uh, Time check, we are at uh, 24 minutes left. Hey, very good. Very good, Sean. See how fast that was? That was pretty good. Amazing. He's, really he's got potential, okay. folks. He's got Let pot- us know what you think. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's lighten it up a little bit. Bobcats bring home wrestling championship. Yay! Yay. Those boys. Nice, nice picture. Nice wrestling. That Thank was posted you. on the twenty-fourth of of February. Look at that. I know, isn't he Can great? Can you see it? Yeah, I saw it. Who that. is that? Who's that kid? <clears throat> that's Nolan Grant. Oh, that's and Nolan. I, I do believe his mom took that picture. Oh. I cannot take credit for that picture. <clears throat> that is fabulous. It's a good picture. It, I would have taken credit. I oh, would have. Yeah. You know. <laughs> 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 oh, the, the kid... They did so good. The one thing, these kids have heart. Like, you just don't see, you know. I mean, Well, Diane, they great. wouldn't be alive if they didn't have I know. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're really cool. And the, and the, and the, and the coaches are, are, they're all so dedicated. It's just, it really just reeks of dedication. It's wonderful, though. I've never watched wrestling before. So I, I covered three events, and I'm like, wow, these it's kids are intense, great. intense sport. It is. A lot of two minutes. conditioning. And yeah. Two, yeah. Uh, six minutes altogether. Six minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, go go. It's you and it's it's one on one. Yeah. The points may be uh, team related, but mm-hmm. you're one on one. Eight wrestlers competed in the finals. Four coming out as champions: uh, Juan Lopez, Nolan Grant, Owen Vargas, and Isaac Lanick. Yeah. And Owen, Owen works at the Pizza Factory. So there were a bunch of Pizza Factory people there to cheer, cheer, cheer them on. on. Yes, to cheer him on. He's, you know, really nice kids. And these kids are, are not only good at the sport that they do, they're active in the community, too. I mean, you it's know, and they're good kids. They really are. It's wonderful. That's great. And one thing that I, the name that I came, that I know, actually know Gavin, Gavin Davies, mm-hmm. him and his dad, we uh, practice Krav Maga together. And there was a nice quote down here. We're from the coach 
that said that Gavin, Gavin won more matches this evening than he did all season. He faced varsity-level competition all year and, take, and taken a lot of beatings, but still worked hard every single day. Mm -hmm. Very proud of him. So good job, Gavin. All right. Good job, all right, yes, buddy. absolutely. So that's good Go article. Bobcats. Go Bobcats. Yeah. I could hear the, um, where I live, I could hear the football games. Announcing oh. the football games at nighttime on, in the in the, in oh, the yeah. fall because oh, yeah. I'm just right above I'm right above the, the high school. Oh, wonderful! So I can sit outside and hear the big. I don't you know, but it's nice to see yeah. um, them doing really well. They need to get credit for what they're doing. Yeah. The, you know, I I want to cover as much sports as I can with the school because I mean these kids really work hard no matter what sport they're playing. You know, basketball, volleyball. I want to hit those too. Good. But sometimes there's. Sometimes there's a problem, even like with football, I found there was an issue, not with the scheduling online, but the numbers corresponding to what kid was what oh. number. Um, it, the list is incomplete, and um, that made it hard for me to identify people that were in the pictures. So hopefully, you know, maybe that can be... List person, get it together next year. Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Yay. Because the kids deserve it. It's for yes. them. It's yeah. not for us. It's for them. Get them recognized. It's a great, uh, any sport has great, um, great uh, potential for showing, demonstrating leadership ability, oh, yeah. taking initiative, uh, discipline. discipline. Yes. I mean, there's so many different facets that school curriculum does not teach that you learn in, you know, a sports curriculum like, exactly. like that. So. Um, hands off. That's great. Hands yep. off. That's great. Okay, let's move off to the fifteenth hole bar. Is it Bar and Grill? Yep. And that article was posted by you on February seventh. Tell us about the fifteenth hole Bar and Grill. Well, that place has been closed for like four years. Yeah, I saw that. And it had, you know, it had an iffy <clears throat> reputation at that time, but now you need to go. Okay, food. where is it? It is down there at the uh, RV resort, down at the bottom of the hill. You turn Rachel, right. California. You go down to 371 and 79, hang a left. Oh, hang a left. It's the other it's way. It's the other one. And you go down that little road. And it's a little confusing. It's a challenge to figure out where it is. But you go through the gate, go to the guardhouse, and say, where's the restaurant? And they'll open the gate for you, and you go in. Members of the public are totally welcome there. Um, I found, and I love reviewing restaurants. I love doing food stuff. Um, the wait staff happened to be... <laughs> Two of them happened to be friends of mine. <laughs> so, I mean, okay, so maybe it was a little biased, but excellent service, excellent food. I had the fried zucchini sticks as an appetizer because I just scarfed somewhere else. Yum. So, oh my God, yes, yum is right. And it was presented beautifully. Nice. It was perfectly cooked. I mean, you know, I and then some guy got a sandwich and they took a picture of his food before he got to eat it. <laughs> so I said, can I take a picture of your sandwich? But And that too was, was beautiful. I mean, it, it was well put together. I mean, that says a lot. And it comes from uh, husband and wife owners who have yeah. past history. Of being of, very, very... Of restaurant owners. Yes. Yeah, yes, so and they own several restaurants around it. And the names are... Um, let me go down and find the names. Yeah, they deserve a lot of credit for what they've done. They work very hard to open up this restaurant. So they have a golf course out there? Yeah, really? isn't that funny? Huh. Um, and there's a, the, the restaurant is situated... There's a pond in the background. There's ducks, there's trees, wow. there's lawns. It's really... You, it's like this little gem hidden in the middle of nowhere, you know? It's really cool. Wendy and Greg... Okay. Wendy and Greg, how many say their last name. Wendy and Greg Gonzales? Yeah, Gonzales. I think so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wendy and Greg. 
Yes. Wendy and Greg. Good job, Wendy and Greg. Yes. Well, here's and to I another spoke... place to eat I... on the hill. Yes. Well, it's technically off the hill. Technically off the hill. But it's just at the bottom of the hill. It is. It is is at the bottom. Downhill halfway. Halfway. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, For all the bottom feeders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good bottom feeding food, it sounds like. I like delicious like food. <laughs> they do, they do uh, dinners. They do steak dinners. They have specials. It sounds so. like they have a bar there, too, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Could, uh, the guy had a beer that was <laughs> they had the sandwich I took a picture of. Yeah. I've only made it to the gate every time I've gone in there. The good guard says, Oh, no. Oh, Not man. you. Your your face is on this picture, right? Yeah. Turn well, around and get in. Now. <laughs> I'm going to have some sort of badge. Yeah, really? <laughs> I don't know what it's going to say, but maybe it'll say official. Yes. Yeah. Just press. <laughs> Do that. That I'll, works. And I'll have a little knob on it. Yeah. No, that would be pull. Pull. I'm going to work on that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so another restaurant, which yes. is good. I'm glad yeah, there's like some. Uh, we've awesome. gotten some other food eateries yes. around here. that place out. Yeah. yeah, it's really good. You should check and call ahead and see about their dinner specials, because that looked interesting. Steak, surf and turf, I think. Sort of uh, just. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you I know if they advertise? Where do they advertise? I don't know. They need to advertise they it in my paper. They should, huh? <laughs> I don't, I'm not, I'm not seeing much. No, you're not no. seeing anything. No. Um, they're not. Uh, they're not utilizing social media at this time. I don't think. Because I get stuff from the Emerald Winery just yes. right up the, the. And they're only like another. Yeah. You know, half mile down the mm-hmm. road, right? They they put it out even yeah. several times a day. Yeah. And um and I take note a lot of times because um. Tim Walsh, uh, a noted musician, uh, lives in Lake Riverside, he's a friend of mine, and uh, when he plays down there often, it's like a one-man band. Oh, cool, so, cool, cool, cool. Yep. Okay, so for the 15th Old Bar and Grill, mm-hmm. advertise so we know where you're at. That's and what right. What you got going on, okay? All right, let's move on to the last article. The Frisian, what is the Frisian uh, horse? Frisian horse lady. Is I saying that right? Frisian horse? Caps. Yeah. Oh, she is one of the warmest people you ever want to meet and her animals are just majestic so what are Frisian horses Frisian. these are looks like it's not cold horses what no, no. <laughs> oh Sean when you horses out in the cold right yeah really <laughs> get that horse the, a jacket oh my gosh they, these guys can be covered they can have whatever they want they these horses like huge, are just huge big animals big yes draft type horses yes right? But they're an ancient breed. They've been around for a long time. But when you think about watching uh, fantasy, uh, like uh, Snow like White, movies and stuff and, like that, think, yeah. in in real life, not not cartoons, those horses that they're always on are Frisians. So big black horses with the feathers on their legs that prance around, and they're just majestic. Um, they're really like that. And she has several, and she blends them. Not lens, but she provides the animals for, for photo ops. For photo ops. And they're one of the favorite animals for people to take pictures of. They are just gorgeous. Just gorgeous. That's one of the pictures that was taken by one of the photographers that works, she works with. Is that her? No. no. There's models. They get models to do stuff. But see how medieval it looks? These were, When you see the medieval type, you know, right. fantasy movies yeah, sure. and stuff like that, you, you recognize the animal. Pitch black. Totally black. Oh, there's a horse there. (laughs) (laughs) A freezing horse. (laughs) He looks cold. I know, (laughs) but um, just, just absolutely amazing. And is she down in Awanga? 
No, she's actually down in Sage. At Sage. And um, the horses are usually in the stalls, you know. They, but she lets them out to run around, so people can see them eventually. So you the know, business from the roads. The business. It's a her business is a. It's a yeah. photography. Yeah. It's a opportunity. Uh, okay. For interesting. People. That's interesting, so, huh? Plus, she's involved in the community in other ways, like uh, uh, food giveaways and things oh, like that. she does that, too. Mm-hmm. She's a, just a, the warmest person you ever want to meet. Oh, cool. So, Those are nice. Warm nice person on a cold horse. I know, really. <laughs> on a Frisian horse. <laughs> they're, just, they're just magnificent, and they're not cheap. They're, they're not, not cheap, cheap huh? animals, no. no. So, um, and and they're, they're, they require a lot of food. It's not like a pony, you know what I mean? So they require a lot of care, and she described, uh, she, she wanted to stress the, the preparation time it takes to make these animals ready for their photo Several ops. hours. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They wash them, shampoo them, comb their manes and tails out. Because, as she said, her pictures, her animals are representing the breed. And she wants to have that best face forward. And uh, but what a what an exciting thing to be able to do. That's cool. Huh? Mm-hmm. That's a nice. How'd you get the lead on that article? Or how'd you? Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> you know I sell stuff. I buy and sell. And she bought some uh, uh. Uh, uprights. The 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 shelving uprights. Oh. Okay. She bought them all. She bought, she them bought all. the whole pile for uh, to use as cross on a fence. Oh, okay. The, the cross beams on on fences that will keep these bad boys in safely. So that is pretty much our second uh, month of doing, you know, the recap of, of the articles from you. We're going to do it again next month, the last Friday of the month, which is March 30th. March 30th. March 30th. After the 29th. After the 29th. But before. On a Friday morning at 7.30. Let's need to make it 8 o'clock. Yeah, <laughs> we can do reason. that. <laughs> Oh my God! I uh, believe but we'll it. do that again. Let's find out some really oh, yeah. good. Maybe we'll get to follow. Hopefully, we'll have a follow up on the cannabis yeah, article. Oh, we'll talk will. about that. Absolutely, yeah. that'll be definitely. Yeah. We need to. We need to talk about that. The community needs to be informed about what's going on there. Good. And and if they have any input, they need to go to the meetings. They need to go. Um, also, the ABMAC meeting that's coming up will be a presentation. Well, you know, one of my pet peeves is the loose dogs destroying livestock and things and doing damage. Um, I have asked the ABMAC to do a presentation. So I will be doing a presentation with blown up pictures of carnage. Yeah, it seems like that's an ongoing thing. <coughs> oh my gosh, it's, <clears throat> it's getting worse too from, from the time that I've lived up here. It's definitely getting worse. Mm-hmm. Me too. And um, so that'll be coming up next month. Good. So Good. it'll be very, very cool. <coughs> okay, everyone, so that concludes. Oh, let's just see what there's anybody. You got anything, anything you want to add? Oh, absolutely. Uh, <clears throat> I really look forward to these, by the way, the, to, to go a little more in-depth. You know, a lot of time a community newspaper tends to skim over things, and, and sometimes that's a necessary thing, but mm-hmm. this is a good format to kind of delve into the things that, that need a little bit more in-depth coverage, you know, I think. Well, what I do for these meetings like this, I don't want to miss a word. I take the recording of the meeting, whether I do it or somebody else does it, and get me the recording of the meeting, and I spend hours and hours and hours going through every word and getting those quotes perfectly and everything. The one, the meeting from Thursday was two hours, over two hours. It's going to take me all day to go through it. I'm, I'm a two-finger typist, so. <laughs> and are they still at the pizza place, pizza factory? No, the last meeting was at the co-op in their conference room. Okay which was wonderful because Kevin could make his presentation on the Jumbotron, as he called it, but it is, it's not a Jumbotron, it's a smaller screen. It's a larger seating capacity? 
No. Same. Well, I would say about the same because the room in the pizza factory has a certain amount of seating, so right. I would imagine That's probably they could accommodate quite a few people okay. in there. Okay. Oh, it was very comfortable. So, Sean, you did a good job. Thank you. Freaking awesome. I got one question, though. Is the newspaper ever going to be pop-up and scratch and sniff? No, uh, no, not that I know of. <laughs> uh, if we could get more advertisers, we could do many things. Oh, no. Scratch and sniff would be <laughs> very awesome. Cool. But, and you could make it pop up by folding origami, you know, yeah, and that, taping that it possible. down. Pop up, scratch and sniff. Yeah, it would be awesome. Oh, I, I think. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, well. Nothing like a cold horse popping up. At <laughs> Get it a visual there. I don't know if I like that. <laughs> All right. It's been a little chilly here in the, on, in the homestead. Okay, so Matt, next time Matt, Engineer Matt, come down and, and hang out with us. And we'll send this over to you today to get edited, put our uh, theme song put on, and we'll get it out to everybody just as soon as possible. So who told Matt to take a hike? <laughs> he told us he was taking a hike. <laughs> I, I, I really, really like the jingle. Yeah, we you like. He wrote really the jingle. Wrote really he wrote the jingle. Matt's That's a great, amazing. great uh, engineer slash musician. He's, he is. He He's very anything. talented. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to have another. Sh we have to have a show at his place again. Yeah. We I saw him playing a, a paperclip and two toothpicks. It's like, what the hell? <laughs> Dude, it's amazing. Yeah, really good. He's pretty gnarly. Okay, Matt. Next time, buddy. All right, everybody. Have a good night. Good day. Thanks. Bye.